Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And if you're on a platform that supports it, please consider leaving us a rating and a review. And thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Today we have a two-part series that's titled Living a Life of Unconditional Love. The idea of talking about love just makes me smile. You probably can feel that coming across the airwaves even now into your audio player, into whatever device you choose to listen to the podcast. The reason that talking about love makes me so happy on the inside is because there was a very long period where I desired to be loved, to express love, and to be loved, and I could not do it. I didn't know how to love. It was a very long process that I underwent to really come to understand that first love was really, really cool, and then I became associated with why it is that I needed to love myself. And then there's all of these different types of love. I needed to gain an appreciation for how those interacted in my life and in my world. And then I needed to be able to apply those to various situations, whether they were internal to my being or external for the support of some other being or family member. And then to take it a step further, how could I utilize this enhanced level of love to impact my other surroundings, my work environment, those areas that I participate in outside of work and family? And then what would be some of the practices that I could share about my journey to help someone else fast track their move from where they currently are in their love story to a heightened level of love where a whole lot of doors start opening up and a whole lot of freedom takes place. And the notion of letting go becomes far easier to do in our day-to-day lives. You think about the breadth of those topics, that's why we're going to be doing a two-part series. I'm going to share with you out of my heart. I'm going to share with you very openly and honestly about a number of things. So let's start off this first part with what does science have to say about this? I want you to know that science is very closely aligned with this principle of unconditional love. There's a tremendous amount of work that's been done in the field of psychology, neuroscience, and social sciences that shed light on the benefits of unconditional love. And some of those benefits include Empathy, compassion, a positive overall disposition, kindness, a very enhanced well-being, relationship satisfaction, and just a greater degree of happiness with self and life as a whole. Science not only supports this idea of unconditional love and its practice to incite the benefits that I just shared with you. 
but it also says that it has transformational potential to change the lives and the hearts of those that will adopt it. And so if you think about love from that standpoint, we've got these three disciplines that are in firm agreement that these huge benefits, they've been through a number of rigorous tests to show that it works in a number of studies, number of trials. Now let's take that family and apply it just very, very delicately for a moment on the idea of mindset. If you're so in love with yourself, so in love with life, it's going to be very hard for you to enter into a state that's unloving. It's going to be very difficult for you to stay in the realm of low level vibrations and hang out there. There'll be so much discomfort created that there'll be all sorts of alarms going off in your mind and your heart to say, this is not our normal state. We want to go home. We want to go back to our love bubble where everything works together for good. A mindset that is predicated on this concept today of unconditional love is a mindset that can take you the distance, help you shake off a whole lot of stuff that you don't want to have partnerships with and can free you from the things that have been holding you back. Let's talk about a couple of different types of love. My Bible scholars, they probably have heard this time and time again. But for you who may practice otherwise, there's two types of love. There's agape love, which is the unconditional love that we're focusing on today. It is pure. It does not judge. It is not self-serving. It's always balanced. It doesn't have any room for its own opinion, ego, biases. None of those things are encompassed in agape love. You're able to quickly and freely forgive people without stimulating any hard feelings. It just literally rolls off your back like a duck. That is scenarios that are uncomfortable, that make some very hot and bothered. They simply don't move you that way. There's the second one, which is phileo love. And in phileo, well, that's just the opposite. This one is predicated on someone's ability to do something for you. And should they stop doing whatever it is that you needed them to do, you will immediately feel some kind of way about them. You may go as far as to expel them and find a replacement. You can see very quickly that this is not the type of love that would be unconditional. So for the purpose of our talk in part one and two, we want to focus exclusively on the unconditional love. This is that profound and transformative force that is really centered on pure, honest, unwavering love. It doesn't have any bounds. It's free from judgment, condemnation, conditions, and any expectations. This is the type of love that we're advocating today that we really become acquainted with 
and begin doing life like this. When you're in this realm of love, it doesn't mean that you're going to be accepting harmful behavior or compromising your own well-being. Not at all. It's a compassionate and accepting love that seeks to understand. It provides support and it uplifts others at all times. So in the same way that it can uplift others, in the same way that it can foster deeper connections, help to heal others, it can do the exact same thing for you, which is our next talking point. How do you do this? How do you cultivate unconditional love within yourself? And I struggled with this for such a long time. I didn't think that I was enough. I didn't think that I had the worthiness to be loved at this level. And although I did experience various forms of love, some of which was very pure, I wasn't even in a mindset where I could receive it because I had so much inner judgment going on. I had so much self-criticism going on. I was self-sabotaging everything. A couple of days ago, you found that I was the chief excuse maker. If there was an opportunity for me to sidestep anything that was pure like this, I'm sidestepping it. That stuff's for other people. That's for those weirdos out there, but that's not for me. And as a result, I had to wait 20 years, 20 plus years after graduating to really come to understand how to do this for me. And in the course of that, I made horrible life decisions that I still regret today. So there's a little bit of a lesson in here, a little nugget if you're a younger listener, and I know we have several in our demographics, and thank you for listening. Take this to heart. If you can gain an appreciation for these two episodes and really do some internal looking at how you interact with you and make some changes that we're going to talk about, it's going to make a profound difference in your life. And as you look back retrospectively, you won't have to look back at scenarios that didn't play out for you, at least as many the way you would have liked them to. But let me tell you this. Before you can extend unconditional love to others effectively, you got to get your own house in order. The reason I couldn't feel the love that was given to me, that was being shown toward me, is because I wasn't in a place to even receive it. And it wasn't until I really cultivated self-love through this journey that I've been on now for quite some time Learning to accept the things that had transpired in the past, issuing myself forgiveness and nurturing an environment in my being that said we can be let off the hook for things that occurred in the past. The past does not have to be a stronghold preventing us from the things that we want to do in the future. And I'm going to tell you, there's a couple of times when people will come to me after an event, after a show, after a webinar or something, and they'll go, what's the secret to this stuff? How do I fast track all of this? And my typical answer is self-development. But if there's just one thing you can do, if there's only one thing in the whole wide world you can do, I'm going to tell you 
put on love. I'm going to tell you wear it every single day, create a bubble inside of it. And if there's anything that tries to knock you outside of that bubble, because you're unconditionally loving life, yourself and everything that life presents you with, you are going to have a very easy time doing this thing called life. Know that we have to practice self-care. We have to set boundaries for ourselves and we need a positive self-image to pull this off. You can probably do without the self-image in the beginning, but as you mature in this, what's naturally going to happen, family, is when you start to love yourself, things are going to start to be revealed to you about you. And as these elements are being revealed to you, that's your opportunity to make a change. And in the area of self-image, self-confidence, and self-worth, you're going to have to face those head on. And that's okay because you're doing them from a position of love. And because you're doing them from a position of love, you got a free get out of jail cart. You have the opportunity to do this with a minimal amount of stressors. Now, here's what we said. Science supports this. We said that there is a need for us to have unconditional love, agape love, not phileo love. And then we said we have to start this process by getting our self squared away. We just talked through that. And now once you made that change, you've got to begin to nurture that relationship, that relationship of love, like all other areas of our lives, specifically in the self-development space. This takes time. This is not something that occurs overnight. Having that understanding, it's like placing a seed in the ground. You don't place the seed in the ground and you come back tomorrow and you have whatever it is full grown that you've just planted. No, you've got to put that thing in the ground. You got to till that soil. You got to give it fertilizer. You got to water it. You got to let photosynthesis do its part and you watch it evolve over time. And herein lies the nurturing part. We can't get ahead of the process. We can't try to swiftly get to the finish line here. This is a crawl, walk, run approach. But the good news is if you want it and to the extent that you want it, you can have it as fast as you desire it. It just simply means that you're going to be making changes to your self-image, your self-confidence, your self-esteem faster than most. And here's what you do. You're going to look at your strengths. You're going to look at your weaknesses. You're going to embrace them both. But where you have weaknesses and flaws, you're going to set aside some dedicated cycles to love on yourself in that area. If you find that you don't have the wherewithal to do it yourself, you're going to get assistance doing it so you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it several times becoming frustrated because you're not getting the result you want. Reminder, this is like planting a flower. It's not going to be overnight. It's going to have and flow and it's going to require longevity. You have to know that coming into it. You don't go from being somewhat of a lover to an expert lover overnight. 
So you're going to have to settle in. You're going to have to look at your environment. Is it supportive of what you're doing? Do you see that there's triggers that are forcing you to get out of your love bubble? You have to take a look at maybe how you even parent your children, the love relationship you're in with your significant other. All of these things are going to come into play and they're going to attempt to try to extract you from what we're doing. By taking a careful inventory of all of your environmental variables, let's not forget your work. That can be another significant one. And if you have young kiddos, all of the movement that you got to do to get there from point A to point B can weigh in as well. These are the things that we have to look at that we can nurture this environment. We need to get those things under control, document it and put controls in place so that we can manage those through this nourishing process. There's going to be any judgment here. We are going to be supportive of ourselves, exercising empathy. We're going to embrace vulnerability at its highest level. We're going to stop here. We're going to pick up on the next episode with the rest of this beautiful episode. You are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next episode, take care and be safe.